Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Boys Wrestling. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at PennStateHealth.org. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. And the Reading Royals. Now to the mat. Here's your announcer, Mike Boyer. Good evening again, wrestling fans, and this time for real. Welcome to Wednesday Night Wrestling here for Exeter High School. We are coming to you live from Governor Mifflin High School, actually the intermediate school here at Governor Mifflin Campus in Shillington, Pennsylvania, for tonight's Burke Section 1 must-win-for-both-teams league matchup. This match between the Eagles of Exeter and the Mustangs of Governor Mifflin has huge playoff implications for both teams. For Exeter, it's simple. Win and you are in the postseason. For Mifflin, win and you survive another day to still be in the hunt for that final Section 1 spot, which this first spot has already been claimed by Wilson High School. Coach Gibble and his Bulldogs claimed it last night with a win over Hamburg. So there's what we have tonight. It's a winner-take-all almost for both teams. If Mifflin can defeat Exeter here, Exeter really puts themselves behind the eight ball with just two more uh, matches to go. Mifflin, again, has some big matches coming up, but this would be a huge win for them in their way of going to the postseason. There will be a few, if uh, more than few, surprises with each of these teams here. Um, what you see is what you get on paper, but we'll see right off the bat as we start at 120 pounds what Governor Mifflin's going to do. Exeter's lineup will not move. Um, what you see is what you get from Exeter, but Mifflin has a choice if they're going to bump some people up from, from 13 uh, to 20 and go from there. So we'll see what happens. Um, but Exeter comes in tonight having been battered by their last two opponents. The Bears of Boyertown put the screws to the Eagles 46-14 to a week ago before the county um, BCIAA tournament. And then this Monday night, the Bulldogs of Wilson did pretty much the same thing. Wilson jumped out to an early lead and never looked back as they defeated the Eagles by a score of 46-18. to Exeter has had uh, to make a number of lineup changes in the past few weeks as a number of wrestlers have been in and out of the lineup due to injuries. They finally have all Berks County uh, Nick Nettleton back and looking good at the middle of the lightweights here, uh, middleweights actually, and um, should be a good tonight for him. Uh, we're still without Ashton Warshaw, uh, one of the better uh, lightweights for the Eagles. Uh, hopefully he'll be back next week. And tonight, the Eagles will also be without Sam Orzelak, the senior 215, 285-pounder. Uh, Sam will be out for a few more days. Um, and then lost for the season, of course, is Michael Borja, uh, one of their lightweight wrestlers who's off to a great start. So um, pretty much that's where Exeter is coming into tonight. Uh, we're going to take a look at Exeter to date, see where they've been the last few days, uh, the Berks Gang tournament, and then we'll talk a little bit about the girls match that went on here, the historic first-ever girls dual meet here in Berks County. Uh, so we'll be back with all those things here in a few minutes. You're listening to Jerry Gellop media presentation of Exeter High School Wrestling right here on the Exeter Sports Network. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a health care provider on your schedule from wherever you are. 
Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at PennStateHealth.org forward slash on demand. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. And welcome back to Shillington, PA, here at the Governor Mifflin Intermediate School. As I said, we sit perched high above the stands here behind the scorer's table, overlooking the mat. It's a, an off-white, opaque mat with a Mustangs uh, written on one end and a Mustang head logo on the other. It's a maroon circle with white highlights throughout. Talk a little bit about what happened earlier tonight in the first ever girls high school dual meet in Berks County. Uh, Governor Mifflin was triumphant. Um, their girls did a really nice job. Exeter girls did a great job as well. Uh, we had a few pins for the Eagles, a, a few more pins for Governor Mifflin, but both squads represent themselves very well and it was very exciting to watch. Um, we'll talk about the girls wrestling first, but we're going to see one of the best girls in the county also wrestle here tonight. It's kind of ironic. You have the first girls meet, uh, dual meet in history, and she was not part of it because she's going to wrestle tonight in the high school boys match, and, and that's Jalea Pletz, who's a junior here at Mifflin. She's 15 and 11 on the season. She placed third at the county tournament this past weekend, and uh, she'll probably take the mat at 106 today or possibly bump up to 113 to take on Ian Lubinow. But... Um, Again, tonight was the first girls' match in high school, Berks County history. It was exciting to watch, and uh, it's great to see uh, both Governor Mifflin and Exeter having girls' teams, as well as uh, Berks Catholic has become the 42nd girls' team in the county, and Brandywine Heights also has a team as well. So it's continued to grow. There's a few more teams that will come back. Uh, we'll start up next year, and we'll start to see an actual girls' league moving forward in probably a year or two. Uh, this is Exeter's first season. This is Governor Mifflin's second season. And, and you can certainly see the difference between the, the girls on the mat. But again, both girls did a great job representing them, schools themselves and uh, their programs. So taking a look at tonight's match again, we started at 120 pounds. Um, interesting, we'll see exactly what Governor Mifflin wants to do. Governor Mifflin has no wrestler at 126. Um, so they have one shot. They can bump up. Uh, Marvin Rodriguez, the junior from 120, to wrestle uh, Exeter's freshman Conlon Boyer at 126, uh, or they'll forfeit 126 to Boyer, and Rodriguez will wrestle against uh, Exeter's 
Joey Henderson in this first bout. So we start at 120. So we'll see exactly where Mifflin's going to start as soon as we hit the mat. Uh, both teams, I said, come in uh, needing this win. Both teams are three and one of the season in the league in the Berks one section one or Berks County section one. And uh, Coach Oswald in his first season uh, certainly has the uh, the biggest match of his coaching career tonight uh, as he takes the match here with his Eagles at Governor Mifflin. For Coach Voigt, uh, he's been here before. Uh, he has coached uh, three champions in, in the state tournament. Uh, Jan Johnson won back in 14 and 15. Uh, Jan Johnson, one of the most accomplished wrestlers in Berks County. Uh, 170 wins with uh, eight losses on his career. Uh, he placed third as a sophomore and then won the, the state championship both as a junior and senior. And then in 2007, Corey Hauser, uh, I believe a 125-pound uh, wrestler, won the state championship as well. So Coach Voigt certainly has had his experience with quality wrestlers, all state-type caliber wrestlers, and very good teams. And tonight, his team must win to stay in this hunt for that second playoff spot in Section 1. As we look through the county going into tonight, um, as we talked about, Wilson's in first place uh, in the driver's seat at 4-0. They have defeated both uh, Exeter and Daniel Boone already. They have Governor Mifflin next week. Exeter 3-1. Their league lost to Wilson. Uh, Governor Mifflin 3-1. They lost to Daniel Boone a week ago, which was a little bit surprising. Uh, Daniel Boone 2-2 two two on the season has lost to both Wilson and Exeter. And then Muhlenberg at 1-2. Hamburg at 1-4. And, and Redding at 0-4. That is Section 1 in the Berks County standings. Section 2 uh, Conrad Weiser is off to a huge start at 7-0 in the conference for Section 2, 14-2 on the season. Uh, they're actually ranked, I think, in the top 10 in District 3. Uh, Burks Catholic also undefeated at 4-0, uh, coming into competition tonight. 4-0 both uh, league and in the season overall. Brandywine Heights 3-1, Schuylkill Valley 3-1, Ole Valley 3-4. Why I'm missing two and three, Twin Valley two and four, and then Topahawken one and six, and Kutztown 0 oh and six. And so that kind of gives you where it sits right now. It would be Wilson and most likely the winner of this match tonight um, against uh, Conrad Weiser and Burks Catholic. Now, if Burks Catholic is able to defeat Conrad Weiser next week, they would be the one seed for section two. Wilson has the one seed locked up in section one. So Wilson will host. The morning match on Saturday, uh, the 29th, at Wilson, either against number two, Connor Weiser, or number two, Burks Catholic. The number one seed in section two, either that or Burks Catholic or Connor Weiser, depending who wins there, would host the two seed from section one, that either being Exeter, Mifflin, or possibly even Daniel Boone. So I'm not sure what the tie break criteria is, as there's still a few con uh, section one matches to go yet. But... Uh, a lot to be decided yet, but Exeter can seal it tonight with a win against Mifflin, and uh, that's where we are tonight. So uh, taking a look at Exeter coming into tonight, uh, the Eagles are led uh, into tonight's match by their two senior captains, Johnny Miller and Nick Nettleton, both county champions this past weekend. Uh, Nick Nettleton comes in with a 16-5 record for the senior. He had missed a few matches uh, a few weeks ago with, a, with an eye uh, cut above his eye, uh, had stitches and had to wait for that to go away. And then Johnny Miller uh, having an outstanding season, 25-2 and two on the season, Berks County champion. Here's the exciting news from tonight going into Saturday. Uh, we'll be bringing you the blue and white duels on Saturday starting at 8.45 a.m. from Exeter High School. There are five matches that day. It's a long day, but here it is. If Miller 
wins tonight in all five matches on Saturday, he will join the 100 win club. If Nick Nettleton wins tonight and wins three matches on Saturday, he will also join the 100 win club at the century mark uh, with the 14 other extra wrestlers who've hit that mark. And 100 wins over your career is something that every wrestler shoots for that, that has a, a quality record. And so for those guys to be able to do it in the same day their senior year is going to be quite a historic and, and exciting day. But that's a couple days away. Tonight we're focused right here in Governor Mifflin. And uh, we'll be back to talk a little bit about the, the Mustangs right after this. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. And welcome back. As we said before the break, uh, taking a look at Governor Mifflin with Coach Ralph Voigt. Uh, Mifflin comes in with a 3-1 and record, 5-3 and overall for the season. They're led by their three seniors, um, Callum Heslett, uh, at 132 pounds, is 24-7 and seven on the season. He placed third in the Berks County Championships uh, a week ago. And then at 138, they have uh, Evan Volan. Uh, Volan is 15-7, and seven, uh, another senior who also placed third place at, at the BCIAA. And then at 172, they have Cole Lang. Uh, Cole's a senior. He's 22-8 in the season. He uh, was runner-up uh, this past weekend at 172 pounds at the Berks County uh, Individual Championships. So those three records at 24 wins, 15 wins, and 22 wins uh, certainly lead the way. They also, as I said, they have uh, Jay Leah Pletz, who's a junior. She's 15-11 on the season. Uh, a, a very tough 106-pounder, uh, the best female wrestler in the county, uh, far and away as she plays third at the county championships as well. And so uh, we'll see her either at 106 or 113 today. Uh, Mifflin has about three more minutes on the mat here uh, before they're off for introductions. Um, again, this start time was pushed back because of the girls' match. And then it was senior night here for Governor Mifflin as they honored a handful of their seniors as well. So we're going to start at 120 tonight with Henderson. We'll see who Mifflin shows out there. Uh, it could either be uh, Rodriguez or a normal 20-pounder, or they could bump up. Uh, Jake DeBellis, uh, a freshman who's 4-4 four four in the season, uh, and we'll see what happens there. So again, 
Exeter's lineup tonight should go Henderson at 120, Boyer at 126, Geary at 132. We will forfeit at 138, hopefully getting Boglin on the mat there with the choice so he can't bump up. At 145, Tanner Karras. At 52, DePiro. At 60, Nettleton. At 72, Strauss. At 89, Miller. 215 will be Ryan Peterson. And at 285 will be Luke Curlin. And then we flip the lineup over to 106 where we'll get Racer Boyd and then Ian Lubinow at 113. So that's extra lineup. It's pretty much set. Nowhere for them to really go with all the injuries they've experienced over the last few weeks. Uh, what you see is what you get. As, as you look over at the extra bench, you see Ashton Warshaw on the bench uh, coming back hopefully next week. You see Keegan Senior Sabatka who had knee surgery. You see Michael Borja who had knee surgery on Monday. Um, you see um, uh, Riley Triansky, who, who hasn't wrestled due to, to uh, some injuries as well. And so, you know, four of the varsity wrestlers out of the lineup. You know, Borja was 14-7 and seven when he was injured. Uh, right now, Sam Orzelak's out in a sling over there, 16-5 and five on the season. So a lot of wins sitting in pink T-shirts as they represented the girls' team today, not in their blue pullovers right now uh, because they're not wrestling tonight. And so that's certainly going to make this a very difficult challenge. Uh, and everyone goes through these challenges throughout the county. It doesn't matter what team it is. Every team has injuries, whether it's COVID-related, whether it's concussion protocol, whether it's an injury to a joint, knee, shoulder, whatever it is. Uh, every team goes through this. Obviously, people don't feel sorry for Exeter. This is the sport, and you got to have depth to your team so you can fill people in. Uh, we talked about Nick Nettleteam being out of the lineup, and Matt DePiro did a nice job stepping in. We talked about Michael Borja being out of the lineup. Uh, Conan Boyer has run his record to, to 9 and 10 on the season. Uh, he's done a nice job after a slow start. And so getting these guys on the mat, a uh, sophomore like DePiro, a freshman like Boyer, certainly bodes well for Exeter down the line, but also is giving them more and more experience each week as they go into these matches. Uh, so we've got to have our, our, our gun step up today. Joey Henderson's got to get it started here at 120. And we need our middleweights to do a nice job. Uh, Matt DePierre is going to have a tough match tonight uh, against um, the uh, Sam uh, Moyer for Shillington, or for Governor Mifflin. Um, we should see, as I said, Rodriguez, Forfeit, uh, Hazlett, Bolin, Huskin, Moyer, Jones, Lang, Strausser, McKnight, Hoffman, and then I'm not sure we'll see it at 6 or 13 because they'll have two people weighing in at 6. But that's the last we got here as both teams are now finished with their warm-ups uh, and both teams are working their way to the edge of the mat for introductions. And we'll kind of talk you through introductions as we get it as well. So uh, there'll be no national anthem today because there's a national anthem for the girls game. So after introductions, we'll get captains and go right out. So again, uh, tonight's referee is Jeff Broad. Um, Jeff Broad has a, has a, a number of state uh, matches under his belt as an official and one of the more experienced and uh, recognized referees in Berks County. So again, we start here with everyone on the mat here. Uh, they're talking about everyone having masks up in the gymnasium. Um, right now, as the, as the public address announcer goes through the introductions. So here we go. So again, Coach Oswald and his Eagles 3-1, Coach Voigt and his Mustangs 3-1, ready to do some, some battle here. Starting at 120. Joey Henderson and Rodriguez comes out to shake hands we'll see because Rodriguez is staying out at 26 as well so uh, 
I, I have a feeling they're going to bump Rodriguez up here. Rodriguez stayed on the mat for 26. So at 132 for the Eagles is um, Gavin Gary. And as we said, Callum Hazlett for Mustangs at 38. It could be Gavin Gary again here, or we talked about um, Evan Bolin here. Uh, now, again, if Bolin does not have to go on the mat first here, and we have to forfeit 38, they could bump him up because they do have another guy there. So they have Isaiah Serrano at 138 as well, and Shea Shrouder. Um, we did announce uh, Riley Triancy, so maybe Riley's in the, in the um, lineup tonight. We'll see what happens at 145. But we've got Moyer and DePiro at 52. At 160, it said Exeter senior Nick Nettleton. And he'll wrestle a sophomore, 7-7 seven seven of the season, Brandon Jones. 172, Finn Strauss, a sophomore for the Eagles. And he'll take on Cole Lang, 22-8, a senior. Or Jackson Schools, a junior, 4-3 in the season. If Miffin has to bump up there because they don't have the heavyweight. At 189 for the Eagles, Johnny Miller and his 25-2 record, taking on Wyatt Strausser, another senior, was 9-6. At 215, Ryan Peterson, a senior, and they have Jace McKnight, a freshman, who's 6-9 in the season. So we'll see what happens there. And then at 285, Luke Curlin, 2-2 two two on the season, and Ethan Hoffman uh, or Jace McKnight again. So we'll see what happens there. At 106, Racer Boyd. And as we said, uh, Trey Heller or Jay Leah Pelez. And Jay Leah Pelez will probably bump up to 113 to take on Ian Lubinow. And they have Jake DeBellis here. Um, a freshman 4-4 four four in the season. But I think we'll they'll have to bump everyone up. And they actually are doing the national anthem, so we're going to go quiet here for the anthem. as the captains go out for the Eagles tonight. Again, the three seniors, Johnny Miller, Nick Nettleton, and Sam Orzelak. And they, the uh, Mustangs have out there Wyatt Strausser, Cole Lang, 
and Kellum Hazlitt. Exeter will be red tonight. Mifflin will be green. Mifflin won the... So let's see what they decided to do here. So Exeter, Exeter will be green tonight. They took odd. So Exeter's odd. So already to the table. It looks like they're gonna forfeit here to They're gonna forfeit to Henderson. They're gonna bump up Rodriguez to wrestle Boyer here. So that's what we're looking at right now. So Rodriguez will bump. Henderson will win by forfeit here. So Mifflin's thinking they're gonna get a pin here at 26 with uh, Rodriguez against Boyer. We'll see what happens. And we're underway here at 126. Rodriguez goes to a collar tie, Boyer matches. Now Boyer slips through it. Back to the tie here. Both wrestlers work for head placement. Boyer takes a low single to the right side, trying to come up with it. Rodriguez stuffs the head, Boyer gets low in the ankle. Trying to come up with it. Boyer's in on the left leg, and we get a stalemate call here, 32 seconds into the match. So again, I imagine if I'm Boyer, I gotta shoot again. Boyer, freshman, nine and 10 on the season. Rodriguez, a junior, seven and nine on the season. Back to the tie-up. Rodriguez takes a shot to the far angle. Boyer sprawls back, breaks it free. Takes a re-shot there. He gets caught underneath now. Rodriguez has a front headlock here. Tries to circle around. He's gonna get behind for two, and there's the takedown. Boyer works to his feet here. And Rodriguez keeps him down with 20 seconds to go here in the first period. Rodriguez goes to a bulldog on the right side. Now he works the head lever. Ten seconds to go. And that'll end the first period. Rodriguez up 2-0. As we go to the second period, Governor Mifflin's Rodriguez's choice. Rodriguez defers. Boyer takes bottom, trailing 2-0. And we're underway here in the second period. Rodriguez again hooks the right leg of Boyer, the left leg of Boyer. Boyer gets to his feet. 
and he gets the escape. It's 2-1. Marvin Rodriguez for the Mustangs. Over Exeter's Conlon Boyer. Back to the tie-up. Both wrestlers circling. Boyer again shoots to his right. He's in on the single. He's got to finish now. He's got to get tough here and hold on as Rodriguez has sprawled himself down all the way. Boyer's got to get off his knees and keep working here. And we get another quick stalemate call. And we're underway back to live action. Just under a minute to go here in the second period. Boyer again shoots to that right leg, gets blocked. Stalling caution against Rodriguez. So we're under 30 seconds to go. It's 2-1. Rodriguez for Mifflin. Boyer shoots again. He's got to finish to get himself stuck on the mat again. Right to the front headlock. Boyer shoots again, stalling again on Rodriguez. One penalty point for Exeter's Boyer. It's tied 2-2, he's still on the leg. Three seconds to go. And we're tied 2-2, going to the third. Rodriguez's choice, he'll take bottom here. So two minutes to decide this match here. Exeter leads 6-0 overall with a forfeit to Joey Henderson at 120, and we're underway here in the third and final period at 126 pounds. Rodriguez switches out to his right. Gets himself out. Gets the escape. Now he leads it 3-2. We're going to tie up middle of the mat here. Boyer shoots again, a low single to the right side. He's got to finish if he wants to win the match. It's 3-2. Rodriguez tries to hit him across. We get another stalemate call on our feet again here. One minute to go in the match. We're back to a tie up here. Rodriguez controls the wrist, Boyer clears. Boyer works for inside position here. Shoots again, has both legs, but again, Rodriguez is able to sprawl himself back. Boyer trying to lift it up, trying to get his head up off the mat. 40 seconds to go, gets hip down. Gets his hips back up, he's gotta go now. We'll get another stalemate. And we're back underway, 30 seconds to go. 
But Boyer shoots again. I think we'll get another stalling call here. 20 seconds to go. Boyer shoots again. Rodriguez tries to spin behind. Boyer now gets his head to the outside. And he gets the takedown, does Rodriguez, and that'll end the match. And that'll be a 5-2 victory for Marvin Rodriguez. So that makes it 6-3. So Gavin Geary against Colum Hazlett here. Hazlett shoots in for a single, picks up Geary, takes him down to the mat for the takedown. Goes to a cross-face cradle. Tries to step through and turk the leg here. Hazlett still laces that cross-face ride to the tricep here. Trying to turk the leg, going for that cross-face cradle. Just over a minute to go here in this first period. Still riding on top of the hips here with that cross-face. Working that cradle, trying to stuff the arm across. Now he goes to a two-on-one, trying to straight track it to, to work around the, not gonna get it there. Gary's gotta work himself up here. Stalling call on green. So we're still just over 10 seconds to go. Hazard has run this cross wrist, cross tri uh, tricep ride the whole first period. Now he hooks his shoulder trying to work out front. Geary breaks it free. Geary hit with the stalling there. It'll be 2-0 Hazlett over Geary. Geary's choice. He defers. Hazlett takes neutral. And we're underway here, five seconds in the second period. Do the tie up here. Hazlett snaps Geary down. Uh, goes to an overhook, underhook situation. Geary's both in the same position now. They're right on the edge line. Across the gymnasium here, right in front of the fans. Uh, all the fans here on one side. Has it goes for an inside trip and we're out of bounds. 1.32 to go here in the second period with 
Hayes lit up 2-0 over Exeter's Gavin Geary. And we're back to live action. Hazlett takes a shot here to the far left thing. Geary throws a wizard with her left arm. Now he squares up. Now he goes back to the Wizards. They're right on the out-of-bounds line. He let's go. The Wizard, for some reason, he's going to give up a takedown. He doesn't go back to the Wizard. One minute to go. Geary's got to get him out of bounds here. They're right on the out-of-bounds line. He cannot let Hazlitt pop his head here. It'll be a takedown. Geary's got it. And there's the pop the head. Nope. They turn right out of bounds. So good job by Gavin Geary to fight that takedown. And we're back to the tie up here. 40 seconds ago, it's 2 nothing. As Gavin Geary deferred to start this period, Hazlick took neutral, has not taken a real shot since. Now they're in a tie up here, 29 seconds ago. See if Hazlick works his takedown. Gavin Geary's gotta keep on working. Here comes the takedown shot. Good sprawl by Geary. Now he's got to control, he's stuck underneath. He gotta work back to his feet and watch the reshot here. He gets back to his feet, there's a drag by. Paces it up. Good job of Geary getting his hips through. He's got to hold on to this leg tight now. Geary's got a hold of, of, of Hazlitt's right leg. He's got a hold of both hands, not let him step over here. There's the step over for the takedown. And it's 4-0. Colin Hazlitt against Gavin Geary. Geary's choice, he's going to take down here, I would imagine. And takes neutral. And we're underway here in the third period. Four-nothing lead for Colum Hazlett for Governor Mifflin over Exeter's freshman Gavin Geary. Both wrestlers right in the middle of the mat here in a tie-up. Geary in his blue Adidas shoes. Hazlett in his all-white Asics shoes. Now Geary snaps him down the mat. He has the near ankle if he steps over. He's gonna step over that leg. Hazlett holding on, we're gonna get a stalemate call here real soon. Broad likes to call the stalemates quickly here. Geary's working hard, he's got a chance if he cross faces here. He's, nope, got his butt down, he's gotta get his hips up off the mat here. Takedown for Hezlet there. Six nothing. So 25 seconds to go here in the third and final period. Again, Hazlitt just content to ride out here over 20 seconds to go. Geary's cannot give up any back points here. Keep this a, a, a regular decision. Nine seconds to go. Geary works back to his feet, tries to turn in. 
Gets the escape right on the edge of the line. Good job by Gavin Greer to keep on working. And that ends the match 6-1. That makes it 6-6, the team score, as we go to 138 pounds. Now, we will forfeit here. Mifflin will get six. Running a score 12 to six. This is Price Sereno. I don't take it back, it was it was goal one. So it's Hisgin here at 145 for the Mustangs. Triansky for the Eagles. Volan did get the forfeit at uh, 138 pounds. Hisgin already on takedown. Now he has a cradle position here on Riley Triansky. Triansky bellies down. His getting right back to the, the cross face, tricep ride, looking for that cradle again. Transky rolls himself through, and they're right out of bounds. 118 to go here in the first period. It's 12 6 Mifflin. And we start. Transky gets to his feet, gets the escape. Nice job by Riley getting to his feet and working there. Gets the escape. It's 2-1. He's got to do a better job here as Hizkin goes for the shot. And Hizkin shoots right through to the right leg. Hizkin's in on Riley. Riley's got the... Riley's on his side holding on to Hizkin's hip and his left leg has it pinned against his butt. He's got to hold on for a stalemate call. Hisgin pops himself out, trying to step over. There's the takedown. Triancy tries to roll through here to Peterson, gets stuck. 15 seconds ago in the first period, Hisgin goes back to the cross face cradle. His left arm across the face, trying to put the right arm behind the knee. He gets the cradle locked up. Three seconds, two, one. And that no fall, three near fall. That makes it seven to one. Hisgin, this will be. Exeter's choice here. I'm not sure why Riley Transky took neutral. He has taken down twice in the first period. Unless he can go for some type of throw. 7-1, Hisgin. And we're out of bounds.
Hiskin takes a shot here, no avail. Triansky blocks. We're 30 seconds into the second period. Triansky has a 2 on one Baseball bat grip. Hiskin breaks it free. Hiskin's right hand is all taped up from the thumb. Takes a shot from way outside. Collects Riley Triansky's right leg. Puts it back, Triansky tries to roll him through. Take down Hiskin. Makes it 9-1. Major decision set here already. Working right to that cradle. Rolls it through, he's got it locked up. And 3.05 is the fall. Hisgin, a freshman, goes to 13-9 with the fall, making it 18-6. Now we go to 152. Sam Moyer for the Mustangs, Matt DePiro for the Eagles, both sophomores. And we're underway here again. Moyer placed third uh, or, or fourth in the county. Let me see where Moyer placed this weekend. Yeah, Moyer placed third at 152 this past weekend. So he had a real nice tournament as well. So we're in a tie up. Moyer takes a shot. He has DePiro's right leg up off the ground. Gets it out in front of his body. He's going to step through here for the trip. And he gets the takedown. Spiral right action here for Moyer. Of course, a half with the left arm. Wrist trap with the right now. Changes over to the other side. Makes a near arm chop. Now goes a head lever on the right hand side. DePiro fights it off now. Moyer throws a leg in, gets himself stuck underneath. DePiro's going to pull that leg out. Now he's going to reach for the head. Oh, he can't go back to his belly. He's got to stay tough there. He was sitting on top of Moyer. Moyer keeps the right leg in. Cross face with the left arm. Now he cross face with the right arm. Works a bar through the left arm now. Tries to grab the chin. DePiro's got 30 seconds. Got to get himself up from here. Now Moyer has him on his side. He's got the right leg in. Bar with the left arm. DePiro bellies himself down. Ten seconds to go. Now he throws it to half Nelson on the right side. Trying to run it through. Two near fall. It'll be Moyer's choice here as he leads 4-0. Moyer defers. DePiro takes down. Moyer lines on the right side and chops the near arm. Works the bulldog in over DePiro's right leg. Scooping the, the right leg with his left leg. Splitting the difference here. 
Now goes to Hedley Ruiz. Gets to his feet and gets the escape. It's 4-1 now. Moyer. DePiro has a nice shot. He's got to shoot. DePiro takes a shot. Trying to pull it in. Turns the corner. Moyer funks it over. Now DePiro's in trouble here as Moyer comes out through the legs. Has him caught. And now Moyer gets the takedown. And now Moyer has a near side cradle locked up. DePiro holds on to the leg. Now, Moyer has his left arm wrapped around the back of DePiro so he can't get the shoulder down. DePiro gets back up to his base. Still has that cradle up with 30 seconds to go. Shapiro working back to his base, reverses now. Three near fall. Reversal two. Nine three. Shapiro has 15 seconds to try and turn him here. DePiro will just ride him out on top here. It'll be Moyer's choice, leading 9-3. So we go to the third. Moyer selects down. And we're underway. Change over for DePiro on the whistle. Lined up on the right, switch right over to the left. Breaks Moyer down flat. Brings the left arm back in. Posted on his hip. He's got the bar in. He turns him over. He doesn't have it. He's going to settle back. He settles it back. Now he has Moyer on his back. He's got two near fall. Two near fall for... DePierre tra trails 9-5. Has to keep on working here. Works a half to the left side here. Trying to get a roll. He breaks him flat now. Looks like Moyer just hit a wall. Got a bar on the left side here. Breaks to a power half, stalling on Moyer. He hits a Peterson roll. Gets the reversal. Now, reversal again for DePiro. He's got a half on the left side. Now he's gonna try and bar this left side up again. Has a bar and a half. He's gotta cover the hips here. Brings Moyer back. He's got his hips down, he's in trouble, he's gotta get his hips up. Now DePiro runs to the right-hand side, tries to throw a half Nelson. We got stalling again. Penalty point one. It's 11-8. DePiro needs to run him here for three points. 
He's got to take big steps. Five seconds. He's not going to get it. And that'll end the match. Final score, 11-8. Decision for Sam Moyer. Makes it 21-6 with the decision. That'll bring up Finn, Finn Strauss at 160. So we'll get Nettleton against Lang. That'll be a good matchup here. So Finn Strauss at 160. Didn't know he could qualify for 160, so that's good. So Strauss against Jones. Jones is a sophomore, seven and seven. Strauss also a sophomore, nine and 13 on the season. Finn Strauss tries for the front headlock, it's not there. Jones has a two on one, takes a shot. Strauss makes a good sprawl. They're back on their feet. Scores 21 6 team score here. Exeter really needs this match here from Finn Strauss. Jones into the takedown, and he has his shot takedown to two. Strauss tries to build, gets to his base. Jones works a head lever on the right-hand side. Strauss sits back to his butt, comes back to his base, tries to work back to his feet. Jones runs a cross-wrist ride. Now he's back over the hips. Strauss works back up to his base. Jones just hanging on to a one-on-one here. Finn trying to work to his base. Gets to his feet. Just falls right back down on top of Strauss. Strauss bases back down here. Five seconds to go in the first period. No back points there, it's two nothing Jones. Strauss's choice. Strauss defers. Jones takes down. Jones is set, Strauss gets home from the left side. And we're underway here in the second period. Strauss goes to a tight waist far ankle, cuts over to a near arm chop. Jones works up to his feet on a quad pod, hands and feet, gets up there. Strauss brings it back down with a little spiral right action. Bulldogs the leg, misses it. Goes back to the Bulldog. Again, Jones gets to his feet, he turns in and gets the escape. And it's 3-1 Jones. And right into it, he's into a shot. 
Strauss now out front. Jones still tries to work to circle around here. Steps over the leg, and there's the takedown. So it's 5-0 now, Jones. Strauss reaches back. Everybody yells, oh, and he lets go of it. Crossface hard by Jones. Strauss turns around to the inside, turns right into the crossface, hooks the leg, tries to get out front here. Now he could hook that head. Strauss has to try and work his hips through here. He's got to circle hard to his left. He has Jones on his hip. He's on top. Jones trying to work himself back out. Jones goes half Nelson across the body, but he, and we get a stalemate call with 18 seconds to go. So 18 seconds to go, Strauss down, trails five nothing. Jones gets on from the right side this time. Strauss sits out, Jones near arm chops, goes cross face with the right arm. Strauss catches the arm, puts it over his head, hooks back to the leg, tries to turn the corner, eight seconds to go. And we're stopped there at the end of the period. Five nothing. Strauss's choice, he takes down. Again, Jones gets on from the right side. Strauss to his feet, back down to a knee. Jones tries to pull him back down. Breaks Strauss back down flat. Has a two-on-one, tries to run a bar on the right side here. Strauss got to get off the mat and wrestle here. Trails 5-0. Jones tries to run the bar from the right side. Strauss hips into it. Strauss gets his left arm free to brace himself to that far side. Now he gets his hips up. Strauss now faces. Gets the escape. Now Finn's got to go to work down by four. Jones has two takedowns. Strauss forces him out. Get a minute 11 go here in the third period. It's 5-1. Brandon Jones against Exeter's Finn Strauss. Fouls pushing in. Takes a shot to his right. Gets underhooked. And spin behind does Jones for the takedown. Forty-five seconds to go here in the period. Jones goes to a cross face cradle with his left arm, cross the face, right arm behind the knee. I think he may have it locked up. He has it locked, he tries to roll through, he gets stuck. Strauss has reversed here. Nope, doesn't get it. They face each other. Strauss continues to sit. He never locked his hands. That's not an illegal hold. He, he just had his arm stuck through. 
One point escape. Nineteen seconds ago, seven two. Strauss goes for the headlock. He has it locked up. He hits it. Doesn't get him on his hip though. Jones slides behind and gets the two. Strauss had a shot at it there. And that'll finish it nine to two. Exeter just not wrestling hard tonight. We saw it in the second match. We saw it again in the, the, the two matches before. And now this one here. That makes it 24 to six. And now we have Nick Nettleton against Cole Lang. Both seniors here, both 20 match winners. Um, and, and I hate to say it, but Nick Nettleton's got a pin here to keep Exeter in the match. So we're underway here at 172 pounds with Nick Nettleton wrestling up. Gets right to the underhook with his left arm. Takes a duck on a shot, gets in tight in the leg. Has himself stuck underneath. He's got his head and his right arm through the crotch. Has the leg over top of his head. Nettleton tries to sit through with it. Lang tries to step over no avail. Now Nettleton gets squared up, sits back through it. Gets it back, now he's gonna work here. Funk action by Lang and they're out of bounds. Good wrestling scramble by both wrestlers here for the first 37 seconds. Nettleton right to the underhook. Lang goes two on one to get it off. We're gonna tie up here. Nettleton with the left hook underhook, now it's off. Now they break away. Now Nettleton goes to a rush into the right side. His right, Nettleton's left, or I'm sorry, Lang's left. Breaks free, they're still head-to-head -head tie up here. And we're driven out of bounds here. 50 seconds to go. Nettleton right back to the underhooks. Just straight tie up here, 30 seconds to go. Littleton tries to shrug it and throw it by. And again, stalling against Lang. Right back to the underhook on the whistle, 20 seconds. We're under 15. Nelton tries to duck. That'll end the period here. No score, one stalling call against Lang. We go to the second period, it's Lang's choice. Lang will take bottom here. Nelson starts on the right side, Lang tries to switch to his left, Nelson switches over, catches him, breaks him flat. Lang gets to his feet. Nettleton tries to lift. Gets Nettleton down to a knee. 
Breaks him down. Edelton trying to break Lang flat here. There it is, breaks him down to his hip. Trying to bring that left arm out on the back. Gets the arm out across the back. Has the chin, drags him back in. He's got Lang's left arm across his back. He has his right arm on the chin. He's gonna try and throw him through here. Lang fights it, we're out of bounds. 109 to go, it's nothing, nothing yet. Lang chose bottom here with one stalling warning against him. Nettleton gets off on the right side. Caution on Nettleton. Lang gets set. Nettleton again comes in from the right side. And there's the whistle. Lang tries to sit back, gets to his feet. Nettleton lifts and returns him to the mat. Again, works on that left arm, tries to get it out. Puts all his weight on him. Lang tries to hook the elbow. Nettleton with a tight waist to the right arm, trying to pull the left arm out of Lang, put it on his back. Lang works himself to his base. Now he gets up to his feet. Nettleton tries to lift and carry him out of bounds. 29 seconds to go. Still nothing, nothing, no score yet. Nettleton, the champion at 160. Lang, the runner-up at 172. Lang tries to switch into him. Nettleton covers up. Splits the power between the legs. Drives through. Breaks Lang back down flat. Has the one-on-one -on -one wrist trap on the left side. Tries to roll it over. 13 seconds ago. And he gets a little tilt action there. One count, but that's it. Five seconds ago. Nettleton riding the pressure on here. Lang tries to Granby roll. Nettleton follows right behind. And we'll go nothing, nothing to the third. Nettleton will take down to start the third. Lang gets on from the right side. Nettleton sits himself to his butt, has his hands out free. Lang works both hands to the crotch. Nettleton now works to his feet. Lang's behind, tries to bring down. Nettleton gets the escape. There's the first point of the match. So it's 1 0 Nettleton, 138 to go. Nettleton shoots a low single to his left. He has the leg. He has Lang on his butt. He's got between the legs. Pops his head through, and there's two for Nettleton. Nice job, Nick. 3 0 Nettleton. Again, Nick has to get some points here. He's got to put Lang to his back. Lang works to his base, but drags him back down. Gets the arm across his back now. They're right on the out-of-bounds line again. Same place they were last time. Tries to drag him back in. Has the chin. Nelton has Lang's left arm draped across his back. Runs through almost in a cement job now. Right on the out of bounds line, 45 seconds to go. Stalling red. 
Penalty point one. It's four nothing. And Nettleton starts again on the left side here. Lang sits back, Nettleton follows behind. 35 seconds in the match. Nettleton again works that left arm, tries to dig it back out, trying to roll that one-on-one -on -one over. Has Lang down on his hip. Trying to work hard here. Four-nothing. Lang trying for a roll. Lang works to his feet, tries for the switch, sit back. And we're out of bounds, 11 seconds to go. Exeter need a bonus points here. It doesn't look like they're gonna get them. We've got blood time. We're gonna take a step away here for blood time. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. And now back to the match on the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back to the match as the period ends here in the third period. Nettleton takes a 4-0 decision over Cole Lang. That makes it 24-9. That'll take us to 189 pounds, where it'll be Exeter's Johnny Miller, senior, 25-2. So Exeter has to resent the mat here first. It's, it's their choice for the match. This is Eric Slotnicki. And this will be Wyatt Strausser. So Exeter will bump up the rest of the lineup here with Miller and Peterson at 15 in heavyweight. So Strausser is a senior, he's nine and six on the season. Slot Nicky is a, a junior, two and two.
Strausser gets the takedown here. And slot Nikki Bellies down. So a little time here to fix the headgear for Eric Slotnicki, who trails 2-0, 118 to the first period of this 189-pound bout. And he's set in referee position. Strausser gets on top from the left-hand side, and we're underway. Slotnicki tries to get to his feet. Strausser counters, breaks him flat here. Look at the bar up the left arm, and he does. Goes right, half on the right side, bar on the left. He has the bar on the left, but he's on the right side trying to run that half. Slotnicki gets to his knees, still has the bar in. Strausser's trying to turn him here. Slotnicki bellies back down. Still has the bar in. Now he jumps to the left trying to throw the bar here. Now the half Nelson to the right. And now Strauser just goes to a 2-1 on the right arm. And Slotnicki builds back to his base, tries to get to his feet. Strauser just holds on, brings it back to the mat. Slotnicki tries to sit, gets to his feet. Strauser picks him up. Slams him to the mat. We have an illegal slam. One point. Penalty point for Slotnicki. So Slotnicki stood up to his feet. Strausser tried to return him to the mat. He lifted him up, but he hit Slotnicki to the mat first before Strausser hit the mat. That makes it an illegal slam. Um, so now Slotnicki has two minutes to recover here. If he's not able to recover after the two minutes, it would be a uh, illegal slam default. Slotnicki would win the match, but that's not certainly not what Extra wants to do here. But he is—he landed hard in that right shoulder. So let's see what happens. Actually, they're going concussion protocol. Slotnicki's okay. They cut the time. So it's 2-1 after the penalty point. Five seconds to go here. Slotnicki tries to get back to his feet. And that'll end the first period. 2-1, Wyatt Strausser. It's, Strausser, it's, it's Slotnicki's choice. Slotnicki takes down. Had locked hands by Strauss, but referee Jeff Bro was not in position to see it. And now Strausser works in a, a, a left leg. Slotnicki gets it out. Strausser breaks him flat right in the out of bounds line on the far side of the mat. Slotnicki works back to his base. And we're out of bounds. 135 to go. 
Slotnicki gets set here with 1.35 to go. Strausser from the left side. Slotnicki tries to switch, gets up to his feet, gets brought back down with a bar arm in. Strausser has the bar with the left arm, pulls him back over. Slotnicki trying to stay off his back here. Strausser continues to circle. He has the bar on the left side here. Kind of the whole position we're in the first period here. Left arm bar, right hand, half in wrist trap. Slotnicki gets the bar free. He's got to get back to his feet here. Strausser just holding on. There's been no stalling calls here. Strausser just riding here. Tries to pull him back. Slotnicki tries to get to his feet. Strausser tried to go for a tilt. Now he has a half in deep. 35 seconds to go. Slotnicki bellies down. No back point. Now he gets back to his base, gets to his feet. Strausser pulls him down. 18 seconds to go. Again, Strausser just holding on. Six seconds to go here. It's 2-1, Strausser going to the third, his choice. Strausser takes down. Wyatt Strausser, the senior, gets set. Slotnicki comes to the left side. He's going to give up a neutral one escape here. It's now 3-1. We're on our feet for two minutes. Let's see what happens. Slotnicki goes to the collar tie. Strauss looks like he may have hit the wall a little bit. No, I guess he has some energy here. Back to the tie up. Strausser takes a shot to the right. Gets Strausser down. He's got to scroll again here. Strausser picks him up, drives through, cuts to a double here. Slotnicki has to sprawl away. Now Strausser goes to one leg, and we get a stalemate call. 125 to go. And we're underway here, still on our feet. Slotnicki with a hard collar tie, gets the headlock over top. Trying to get Strauss onto the mat. He's got the collar tie over top. He's got Strauss on his chest with his forehead, his head, back of his head. Strauss is a strong kid here. Gets himself free. We're on our feet 58 seconds ago. Strauss just locks up here. Fifty seconds remain here. Three-one. Wyatt Strausser over Eric Slotnicki. Back to a tie-up. Strausser just stays back. Thirty-five seconds. Slotnicki shoots to the right side. They get stuck like all the other wrestlers are getting stuck tonight. They don't finish their shots. 
Josh just needs to step over that near leg for the takedown. 20 seconds to go. We should get a stalemate here. No one's going to do anything. And there's the takedown of Strausser steps over. That'll make it 5-1. And that'll end the match. 27-9. With the decision. And that'll take us to 2-15 with Johnny Miller against freshman Jace McKnight. So they're going to send out Chase McKnight here, the freshman. Jace McKnight is 6-9 as a freshman. He'll take on Johnny Miller, the Eagles, a senior. Miller goes to the table. McKnight goes to the center of the mat after leaving the table. So it's 27-9, Governor Mifflin. Miller to an underhook on the left side, right to the leg, gets behind, gets the two, breaks him flat, throws a leg in on the right side. Johnny is giving up a little weight here. Right about 25 pounds, right about 20 pounds. There's the escape. Tie up position here. Nice duck under by Johnny Miller to his right side. Puts McKnight to his back. Gets the five count. Let's him belly down. Near fall three. Miller pushes him away, gives the escape. Miller to the head. Pulls Jace McKnight down. Now takes a shot to the left side. Brings the leg up off the mat. And he spins him right down for the takedown. Third takedown of the first period. 50 seconds to go here in the period. Trying to work a tilt to the left. Miller laces the boots in on both sides. 25 seconds to go. Now he goes to a power half, slides the half on the right side. Turns McKnight over. And has the pin in 147. That makes it 15 to 27. As we go to 285 with Ryan Peterson against Ethan Hoffman, a junior, nine and seven is Hoffman. Peterson, a senior at six and five. Peterson giving up a lot of weight here. He's gotta be smart. He's been in these matches before. Giving up about 50 pounds here at least, 50 plus pounds. 
in this match. Peterson tries to snap him down. Gets his head down. Got to get his leg back. Gets out to the side. Nope, got his leg caught now. He's got to sprawl here. Peterson tries to circle behind. He has the leg. Breaks down. Hoffman flat. Pulls the elbow. He's got to keep on going now. Now he's just got to step over. Works the near side cradle. It's not there. Goes cross face cradle. Tries to get the cradle locked up. He has a cradle locked up. He breaks the hole. There's a takedown for Peterson. He gets to the right side. Now he's trying to roll it over. He's got a minute to go. He gets it over. The hold is broken by Hoffman. And Hoffman gets the reversal. 4-2 Peterson. Hoffman on top. And again, applying all that weight back on. Peterson tries to get to his feet. Hoffman just holding on the legs. Just holding on the leg. Stalling on Hoffman. Underway, Peterson down, trying to get to his feet. Hoffman holds on. 30 seconds to go. Peterson's to his feet now. Hoffman pulls him down. Peterson just has to be patient here. Can't try and force anything with all the weight. Just got to keep going forward. Just keep working himself to his base. Working himself one foot, then the second foot. Not reach back. Stay out from underneath him, and that'll end the first period. Peterson leads four to two. Peterson's choice, he defers. They're gonna take top, I would assume here. Nope, Hoffman takes down. And we start, Hoffman tries to sit out, Peterson follows behind. Peterson works behind the hips, breaks Hoffman flat in his left shoulder. Goes power half on the right side, tries to run it. Peterson tries to run the half hard to the right. Has him flat. Hoffman tries to work back to his base. Peterson now jumps to the left side here with the half. Has Hoffman flat again. Hoffman tries to reach back, stalling. One point for Peterson. Peterson has to continue to work here. Peterson breaks Hoffman flat again. Hoffman works his hips back off the mat. Peterson works the half from the left arm. Peterson tries to work the half as Hoffman tries a little wing and roll action. Now Peterson breaks him down to his hip. Just under a minute to go here in the second period. Goes power half on the right side. Trying to run it hard. Hoffman just sits to it. Locks his hands over top. Hoffman continues to keep the power half. 
Circles behind here. 35 seconds to go. Hoffman builds back to his base. Peterson with the half Nelson in. Trying to run it hard. Now he breaks him down. Stalling again call on the bottom. Another penalty point. 10 seconds to go. Six to two Peterson as we go to the third period. Peterson's choice. Peterson takes down. I think I would have taken neutral fire Peterson. Leading six to two. Peterson tries to get to his feet on the start. Often brings him back to the mat. Hoffman goes to a power half on the left-hand side. Trying to run the half, Nelson. Now Peterson works up to his base. Now Hoffman goes for a cross-face cradle. Peterson got to get this hand out of here. Cross-face to the right, power half. Now Peterson tries to get to his feet. Hoffman pulls him back down over top of him. They're back to a prone position. Peterson down on the mat. Hoffman works a cross-face with the right hand. Peterson just flattened out here a minute to go. Stalemate call. Peterson again broken flat. Hoffman again goes to the power half. Hoffman just riding on the hip. Now he jumps out to the side here. Peterson gets his hips up off the mat. Peterson turns in. Trying to back himself out. Peterson gets to his feet. He gets thrown over. He blocks it. Now he's got Hoffman on his butt. Peterson between the legs. Just hanging on here. 10 seconds. He covers the leg. There's the takedown. I'm sorry. There's the reversal. That makes it 8-2. to two. Decision for Peterson. Makes it 27-18 as we go to 106. For Racer Boyd. This will be Jay Leah Pletz to win it for Mifflin. Pletz against Boyd.
So a little bit of blood cleanup here on the mat before we get to this 106 pound match. Again, Exeter just did not come out and wrestle hard in those first couple matches. And it certainly caught up with him here at the end as Jay Leopold's the bronze medal winner at counties against Racer Boyd. Soft, uh, freshman Boyd, Junior Pletz. Boyd takes a shot to the double, blocked by Pletz. Pletz takes a shot, blocked by Racer. He's in the single, and they're out of bounds. Good action there by Racer Boyd though. Blocked the shot, went right to the reshot, did a nice job. Back to the tie-up. Plus takes a shot, countered by Boyd. They're back on their feet. Boyd takes a shot, he's in. He has the takedown. Has the half Nelson in. Good job by Racer Boyd there at the takedown. And they're out of bounds, 104 to go. Nice job by Racer Boyd. Boyd lines on the left side, tries to break Pletz down with a near arm chop. Pletz builds to her base. Boyd tries to chop the arm. Pletz in the quad pod. Now she's down to knees. She sits out, tries to sit through. Boyd tries to tra chase behind. Pletz gets to her feet. She gets the escape. Takes a shot right away to the dump. She has the dump. Puts Boyd to his back. Now she jumps to a half, jumps over. And there's the fall, one minute and 35 seconds. And that'll seal the win for Governor Mifflin. So Leah Pletz with the fall there at 135 as we go to the last bout, 113. Ian Lubinell against Jake Donilis. So DeBellis and Lubinow here in the final match of the night. Uh, Mifflin is taking the match. DeBellis shoots to the left, has Lubinow's right leg up off the mat. Lubinow gets it back on the mat, goes for a throw, does DeBellis, it's blocked. Lubinow into the left leg now. Lubinow circles to his left. In the near side cradle position, he's gonna step over this leg. Let's go with the leg for some reason. DeBellis comes around, turns him right over to his, to, and takes a takedown. Don't know why Ian gave that up. Now Ian gets himself out front here. Now they waved off the takedown. Now Ian can step right through to a double. He gets chin whipped down. But he's okay. There's the takedown, okay. So Lubinow with the takedown. That's the first takedown in points of the match. 
They did not give DeBellis the, the points. Now Ian hooks up the cradle, brings DeBellis to his back, and there's the fall, 117 in. Good job of wrestling by Ian Lubenow. 147 is the fall, and that'll make it 33-24. And that'll end up for scoring tonight for the varsity match. We'll be back with a recap of the match right after this. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Let's get back to the match on the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back for the wrap here at the end of this Exeter Governor Mifflin match. Final score, Governor Mifflin 33, Exeter 24. Um, Exeter came out tonight. They did not wrestle well. They, they wrestled very tentatively. Uh, we didn't get takedowns when we needed it. We gave up easy takedowns. And as a result, we, we gave away a number of matches by one or two points, three points here and there. So taking a look at 120, we had a Henderson had a forfeit. At 126, Rodriguez beat Boyer 5-2. Not a good match for Boyer. At 132, Gary wrestled Hazlitt, lost 6-1. Um, Gary wrestled a, a pretty decent match, could have done some more things. Volin got the forfeit from Mifflin at 138. Triancy went out and got pinned in the second period from Huskin, a freshman. Uh, we just can't give up a pin right there. At 152, DePiro lost to Moyer, 11-8. Again, another close three-point match. At 160, Finn Strauss went out and scored two points in the third period, lost 9-2. Uh, another match that we, we just didn't do a whole lot in. At 172, Nick Nettleton bumped up to wrestle Cole Lang, uh, won a 4-0 decision. And, and then Slotnicki went out at 189, wrestled a decent match, lost 5-1. Johnny Miller went out at 215 and got the pin in 147. Ryan Peters went out and got a decision 8-2 over Huffman at 285. 
Uh, Boyd got pinned in 135 by Pletz, and Lubinow went out and did a nice job, got a takedown, and got the fall in 147 to scap the scoring. Cap the scoring at 33-24. Um, Exeter will be back in action this weekend as they host the Blue-White Duels. Uh, this Saturday at 9 o'clock, we'll be on the air live at 8.45. It's a 10-team round-robin format where the Eagles will wrestle five matches on the day and should showcase you know, a lot of good wrestling action throughout the day. Uh, the teams are Archbishop Ryan, The Hill School, Central Dauphin East, Conestoga Valley, Daniel Boone, Downingtown West, Penn Manor, Redline, and Southern Lehigh. Other action on the Extra Sports Network this week, Saturday, 2 o'clock, uh, on the air at 145 with Darren Ziner. Uh, boys basketball from Plymouth White Marsh. That's a 2 o'clock tip. And then the boys again next week can be heard right here on the Extra Sports Network, Channel 2, I believe, uh, as they host the Red Knights of Reading High who will travel to Riften. Channel 1, Channel 1. Um, and that will begin around 6.30. Uh, as for the Eagles, we said you can join us Saturday morning, 8.45, for the Blue-White Duels. Um, that'll wrap it up here tonight from Shillington. Governor Mifflin over the Eagles, 33-24. Uh, for my producer extraordinaire and linguist, Jerry Gelliff. This is Mike Boyer signing off as we'll see you again uh, this weekend from everyone here at JG Media. Good night, everyone. You've listened to the Exeter Sports Network. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter Boys Wrestling on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at pennstatehealth.org, Meg's Quilted Memories at megsquiltedmemories.com, and the Reading Royals at royalshockey.com. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gell of Media. Good night.